Welcome to the Brews Room on St. Brewis Radio, a weekly discussion of craft beer trends, culture, and brewing. Come join Jeff Britton, owner of Exit 6 Brewery in Cottleville, his brewmaster, Justin Helm, Kyle Dent, owner of Shamrock's Pub and Grill in St. Charles, and beer enthusiast, Mark Armenio. The Brews Room, alcohol by volume. Hey, guys, <laughs> welcome back to the Brews Room. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you. Thank no problem. You. That's episode fantastic. two. Yeah. Uh, you guys didn't hear the first cut of that, but I had to get a little more enthusiastic for Jeff. He Ninth was uh, cut. It yeah. wasn't We've, enthusiastic. I just needed a break on where to edit it out. I need a break from you already. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my life. <laughs> you lucky. You get to take our new relationship. We're already. I don't even to get to take other. a break from me. You do. <laughs> a couple hours. You won't see me again for. A couple hours, but that's <laughs> me. I got to go home with me. Man, that must suck. Oh, it's hell. <laughs> it is fucking hell, dude. <laughs> anyway, welcome back, guys. This is uh, episode two. I uh, hope uh, we caught you all last time, and uh, I'm glad you guys are back with us again this week. We've got some really fun things to talk about today. It's going to um, be a good show. I'm excited, and we're going to get drunk. Well, we got a lot of beer this week. <laughs> yeah, there's a, a lot. lot. Schlafly is uh, sponsoring this week, so Mr. We've got, Flick stopped by. We've got four Jake different Jake Flick. Uh, good guy Schlafly beers, good guy, Jake and then Flick. we got the good stuff. Other or other stuff, not good stuff. That's not yeah. like that's like the saying the Schlafly stuff's not good. One of the beers we're drinking from Schlafly is the variant, and that oh. is a great beer. <laughs> yes. Did not notice I'm very that. excited. He didn't just bring one of all of them either. He brought a four pack of all of the beers. So except the bear. Well, we didn't get four pack bottles of variant. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't Cheap think anybody ass. here needs yeah. that. Speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what's been going on with everybody this week? Well, Last we, week we just got back from doing Heritage Festival, St. Louis Brewers Heritage Festival, which was fun. What'd you guys pour? Uh, we had vanilla cream. We served our blood orange wit. Nice. Our mango IPA. Nice. Uh, oh, how did the mango turn out? I haven't had it yet. Incredible. Amazing, yeah. That's awesome. All right. Yeah. I gotta we'll try something. I'll have to try that before I go. Yeah. Uh, we can do that. It's kegged up. Okay. Uh, we've got it in the back, but it's not on yet. We need to get did rid of it. Did you serve it from kegs? Yeah. Did you serve? Oh, okay. we just we took a keg with us. We got just it. haven't tapped it at the bar yet. Got it. So uh, then we also serve brown go hard. <laughs> and what's the other one? Uh, Berliner Weiss. Berliner Weiss. With oh, yeah. uh, mint syrup. I said Brown mm. Gohard is one of the best beer names, but it is such insider one, baseball. One person like, at, at Heritage Fest guy. The one, really? The there was somebody that first, pulled that name? First I was pouring it for him. He's like, what's the name about it? He had this like grin on his face. <laughs> like He knew, but he just wanted to make sure like he didn't say something stupid that I wouldn't understand. I'm like, you listen to Little Dick? He's like, I fucking knew it. I'm like, you were the first person to know exactly what I'm talking about. And he's like, fuck yeah, pillow talking. I'm like, awesome. We will post a link to yeah, that video sure, on I'm our Facebook right page so that right you guys can watch that video and know exactly what we're it's talking such, about. It's, I don't want to say it's a throwaway line in the psalm, uh, but there's a part of the video, and you guys have to watch it if you haven't seen it yet. It's about 10 minutes long. Um, it's just a story about this guy laying in bed with a girl after having sex and having a conversation you have with somebody you don't know that well. <laughs> It, it was a one-night stand. It's not yeah. like it's his girlfriend or wife or something. It's someone that he hooked up with that right. night. Yeah. And, and it's, he's, it's brilliant. They get into religion and God, and then aliens come about. And the, at one point, the soldiers are fighting the aliens. He's like, what do you think the aliens are going to say when we're fighting them? And he, he's like, damn, Earth go hard. And uh, that was the inspiration for uh, Brown go hard. Do you fuck with the war? Mm-hmm. No, I don't fuck with the war. Mm-hmm. I think Earth go hard. It really, it's it's like a nine minute video though, so you gotta have some time yes. to kind of. But it is, 
it really is brilliant. It really is. It, it's brilliant and a lot of fun. And that you're right. It's such a throwaway line in the song, but it it's a brilliant beer name. It's it's a deep it's a deep pick. Every single person that comes up since we've been pouring this beer at any festival or at the bar, when they come up and say, "What's Brown Go Hard?" I turn to Justin and go, "This bitch don't know about Pangea." <laughs> <laughs> And they always just kind of stare at us for a second and take their beer and walk away. No, no yeah. one person's ever called me out or anything else, but every time. We have a little bit of a laugh, That's and uh, we move on. Brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> do, gotta... do you explain it or not? No, you just, no, yeah, no just, never. Okay. Yeah. And, no, and nobody's ever asked. Like, what do, you, what do you mean I don't know about Pangea? I'm like, We love no. fucking with the clergy. <laughs> wow, that's super meta. Deep that's pull. double meta. Deep pull. So yeah, but Heritage, but Heritage was, was hot as fuck. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> the, the early <laughs> session was hot as fuck. It was miserable. Uh, you could tell in the attendance, uh, first session was slow. Second session was actually not bad, though. It kind of got a little bit overcast and uh, cooled down a lot, and there was a lot more people there, which is nice for us because we're not just standing around relishing uh, how much we're hating the day. Uh, because of how hot it was, uh, we had a good line the whole the whole night session. It was it was fun. It was so nice at the second session. I don't think either of us ever shouted out the amount of time left. No, and that's something that we normally do. <laughs> Four hours, guys. <laughs> Three hours and fifty minutes, guys. What did we, you, I don't think we did that at all. In the what second. did you guys have from anybody else that you really liked? Uh, Maine and Mill oh, did a yeah. Mexican chocolate cake stout beard thing. That was awesome. It was mm. really, really. Now, granted, I didn't want to drink a whole lot of it because it was ninety-eight degrees outside. Yeah, and and a boy band. I would love but, to be uh, able to sit down and that's drink that thing. in a better setting. Good. Yeah, for sure. It was by far the best beer that I tried yesterday. Yep. Um, was it, it wasn't a mole though. It was a like a what was? Uh, yeah. Like a, yes. T- kind of. It, um, it was, but it had a cake character to it oh okay it was the chocolate and the spices yeah, were weird. on point really? it was really really good yes um, well how do you get a cake flavor in a beer no i don't know how they did that <laughs> yeah. because it was really good yeah and, um <laughs> yeah i, I didn't did you think they just took a bottle of pineapple upside down cake the it's vodka it's, and sure <laughs> maybe it in there at the end <laughs> pinnacle whipped yeah <laughs> that would be my guess because that's how much it tasted like it and i'm yeah. sure they cheated because they don't know how to make shit. Whatever, so. man. I, fuck, <laughs> I don't. No, I, I absolutely love those guys. I, we're yeah, clearly we mm. ended up like porn next to them in in four festivals in a row and just really hit it off. We get along very very yeah, well with nice those guys. guys. They know how to make some beer over there. Yeah, I would have said this exact same thing to their face. This isn't something we need to edit out. They know I'm kidding <laughs> with them because Mandy Mill is awesome. Kyle, what about um, you? Is anything going on at uh, Shamrocks? Oh, one other beer that I wanted to mention. Oh, from, yeah. Uh, the Red Hot Ripplet oh, goes out about that. from uh, Earthbound. Cool. Was weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it, was, it was good. Like, I could have drank it, but it didn't taste like Red Hot Ripplets, but it still burned your mouth Here's after wh- a little bit. My thing with Earthbound, uh, this is not a negative at all. Whenever they do these weird, kind of crazy, off-the-wall beers, they go hard with their flavors, right? Like, mm-hmm. anything that, you, that they put on the label that is going to be in the beer, like, you can usually taste it full forward. And I think they pulled back a little bit on this. Like, I would have been okay if um, they went a lot stronger with the that would, That would have been my one complaint about it. I liked the beer, but I wish it had more of a Red Hot Ripplet flavor they, to and it. And you can buy that seasoning in a jar now. So yeah. I'm like, well, why I'm did, sure that's what they did. did no, you know they used potato chips. chips. 
Yeah, really? Vienna. Yeah. Oh, they they made the they use the actual chips uh-huh. not the season. Oh, yeah. that's weird. Okay. Which I'm like, why wouldn't you just buy the jar, throw it in a steeping bag, and just let yeah. that shit simmer did, on did that they, for a while? Did they put the chips in the mash? Do you know? To I, like, I didn't get a ton of details. Uh, the uh, man, I can't remember his name. The owner of Stu. No, owner of STL Hop Shop. Oh, because they uh, were yeah, I don't know. They were pointed at the rare tappings tent that uh, Hop Shop was sponsoring, and uh, the guy was kind of telling me a little bit about it. But there was a line, so I didn't get too in depth uh, when I was there. But that guy's cool as hell, though. Yeah, he's awesome. He is, he is awesome. If you, uh, you guys in the city go to STL Hop Shop because those guys are cool and they got an incredible beer selection. Yeah. Um, other than that, like it was just so hot during the day. We didn't really venture out too much and try a bunch of stuff. We drank a lot of our own beer because we brought five summer beers, basically, you know. So Berliner Weiss and Blood Orange Wit were in my mouth most of the day. Uh, for me, it was uh, Blood Orange Wit and the uh, IPA. Yeah. That, what, that wit just hit the spot for me mm-hmm. that, on, on that day. And I, I don't normally drink wits, but the, the Blood Orange was coming through so strong, and it was just super refreshing at that time. And yeah. I, was, I was drinking the hell out of it. I liked it a lot. That was our last keg, too. We saved it just for the festival, um, and I'm bummed that it's gone now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I want to make some more. <laughs> Good thing so. is uh, we can do that if we wanted to. And then after the festival was kind of the highlight of my day, we played Frozen Trouble. Hmm? Did you remember that? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> we played a couple of games that night. Oh, Frozen uh, like the movie? Frozen the movie. Okay. So, oh. <laughs> I'm going to let you guys in on a little a little embarrassing secret. It's not even embarrassing. Fuck it. I'm a nerd. Everybody here in the group knows I'm, I'm the, the resident nerd at the table. I play D&D. And uh, so normally I have my bag of dice or whatever that I bring. I said, You're not that nerdy. You don't know what Ant-Man is. Well, I, okay. I'm not comic book nerdy. Uh, so I was, we were on the way down to uh, play a couple weeks ago, and uh, my buddy I was riding with needed to stop and get some new dice. And I'm like, ah, I'll get some new dice. And I got there. I'm like, nope, I'm going to find something goofier to do. So I got online, and I just looked up dice poppers, you know, like the old Trouble Games had. And that's what I want to use as my, my dice rolling for uh, D&D. <laughs> And the first thing that popped up on Amazon was this frozen trouble game. I'm like, that's my D6. Like, you can't change the dice in it or anything. It's just the one D6. But anytime I have to roll a six, a D6 now, I have this frozen game that I'm going to put on the table but and pop he, my dice. You have to bring the entire board. The popper doesn't come no, out. No, yeah. So I guess <laughs> it's, it's this big. It's like one square foot. And it's got four frozen characters around the corners. And we played so. we played Dungeons and Dragons for the first time. I had never played anyway, uh, and I don't think Jeff had played, right? Oh, I played as a kid. Oh, you did? I yeah, didn't but know. well, sorta. Uh, I owned four different boxes of the D and D shit, advanced D and D, and all that kind of stuff. And it was really just me and my best friend who lived across the street from me would play. Sure, and he he's did. the one that taught me how to play, but I don't think he knew how to play. So it was basically us just making up bullshit and playing and rolling dice on stuff. Was your stuff. best friend just a sock with googly eyes on it that you painted like lips? You took your mom's lipstick and like, hi, I'm your friend. Let's play Dungeons and It was my sister's lipstick. My mom didn't let me touch hers. <laughs> <laughs> and, no, we and played Dungeons and Dragons. Ted. <laughs> we played Dungeons. I had never played before. Name was Russell. Uh, and one of the things I didn't realize <laughs> was that if you rolled. A really shitty roll, like a two, one, a one, isn't one, not one. Oh, uh, D twenty, yeah, not one, yeah, natural one. Basically, you just die. 
No, you didn't die. But like, if you so if you were casting a spell and you rolled a one, like say you were casting a fireball, like instead of casting a fireball, like Justin had this list of things that just went wrong while casting you, a fireball. You just like, threw a duck, <laughs> <laughs> or you hit your teammates, or uh, yourself, or you you lit you, you lit yourself on fire and. Whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. I anyway. It was a lot of. So I, I think uh, rolling a uh, nat one on a frozen board would actually add a, another level of humiliation. We should, okay. One, we're going to get a D and D game at my house, and we're going to bring the mics, and we're going to record us playing D and D. I've never played before. Uh, it's going to be right. awesome. All right. I'm, I'm up. We're going to get hammer drunk and yeah. play D and D. So. I don't know that that's going to be entertaining radio. We'll see. Yeah, we'll <laughs> find out. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can always. I guess that's we can just always delete. toss it away. Yeah, right. Yeah. So anyway, I just, it's a lot. You got to listen to uh, Jeff explain the rest of the trouble game that we played. So because we're not six, uh, trouble wasn't entertaining. Uh, so Justin and I decided to make it a drinking game, and we just made up the rules as we went along. Um, so if you if you roll a six, everybody drank. If the if you got sent back to your home base, you had to drink that num the whatever number <laughs> was on the dice die that yeah. that sent you back. So like, if I rolled a four and I landed on Kyle's piece and had, so that that piece had to go back home, he had to take four drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, it turned out that that meant drinking a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't expect it to be as drink forward as it was. Also, we didn't even finish the game. We played it for about half an hour, and then the rest of the people at my house started like <laughs> congregating around the table and were just watching us play this four-player game. Uh, so Lynn put a timer on the phone and said we had to be done when the timer was up because she was anxious that people were just watching us and not participating. So One of my favorite parts of the game <laughs> is... Is there a more Lynn thing than that? <laughs> they're, they're, you know, it's a four-player game, and yeah. it's uh, <laughs> pink, purple, blue, and green. No. Well, Justin it's, can't see blue and green. It's it's pink and green, purple, and almost also purple. <laughs> <laughs> purple go hard. Yeah. What can you say? <laughs> so, so Justin moved Matt Hahn's piece a lot. Um, is that a euphemism? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> and then we started playing Trouble. <laughs> uh, but no, it, uh, it's not quite as funny in describing it, but when you're shit-faced drunk yeah, sure. watching him struggle to... <laughs> My disability, a disability dip- guys. Yeah, and it was awesome <laughs> to make fun of you for it because he doesn't know the difference between blue and green. <laughs> you know what game we actually played? I played for the first time. We played Circle of Death. That's what we played after we put away Trouble. Oh, <laughs> we played Circle of Death. For, I played Circle probably for the first time in a decade. I don't know oh, that yeah, I too. played that yeah. game in a long time, and it did not end well for anybody. No, it no. didn't again. We, we actually played an even better game after that. Uh, it, oh, fuck. <laughs> it, it does, it's going to sound not that fun, but it That's was my awesome. new favorite drinking game. So, uh, Lynn found this on BuzzFeed, of all things. Like, the biggest piece of trash online. Oh, I what? thought you were going to tell the finger on the bull story. Game. Oh, God. Did we even bring that? that was so terrible. <laughs> but everybody wrote down a sentence, and you threw it in a bowl, and everyone had to pull one out and read it. And if they laughed, they had to drink. Well, I was hammered, so I just laughed at <laughs> oh. everything. Everything was hilarious to me. Not just laughed. He was wheezy. I was, I was crying. Somebody literally wrote any words on this. Because somebody, somebody had said, you could write anything on this, and Justin's going to laugh. And they wrote any words down. And I, and I laughed my ass off. I don't even know why. It's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was that time. <laughs> 
there's an old improv game that we used to play in college where every like you get somebody writes down a sentence from the audience like you get sentences and you pre-screen them but you have to basically put three of them into your pocket. don't tell Anna. deep cut man that's <laughs> that's deeper than than brown go hard but basically you have these sentences written down in your pocket and you get a scene and then at some point you just have to pull out a random slip of paper and read whatever's on it I tried to get I don't know if you remember this I tried to get you guys to do that at a beer festival one time Yes, that I was think, a long time. I, I don't ago. remember that because that's a game I'd play. I, I wanted to just fill your pockets basically with with just random phrases you had to say, and at some point when you were just bored or drunk or tired or whatever, you just had to reach in and to the first person that comes up, just say the sentence. Yeah, we that need is to do that. Your, you know what would be great is if we oh. were to get one of those bells that you put on a desk, like when you need service. You, <laughs> ding, you know, you hit, and we just leave it on the on the jockey box cover. And if a customer somebody rings it, rings we had a was, we had a pull. That was the thing. I think there was. A, I think the idea, idea was we were going to give. I was going to because it was. At, <laughs> I can't forget. I can't remember what festival this was, but I was going to start spreading like a code word. Like if somebody came up to you and said Benedicto or whatever, you would have to reach into your pocket <laughs> and say the sentence right there. Maybe this is a game we could play at our festival. We could try it. Yeah. We, could, we could test it out at Kreider Fest next weekend. Yeah. Okay, I'll get you a bunch. Oh, is there a way to record it? Can you? I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Even on your phone, like even just a shitty recording on your phone that we can. I have Does a lapel mic, buddy. Do you really? Yeah. You have a lapel mic. A yeah. GoPro. Oh, for beer school. Yeah. yeah. Anybody have a GoPro we can borrow? I actually do. Do you? I you have, have a, a GoPro. Little, yeah. I don't have a GoPro. I have like a knockoff. Sure. Whatever. We could just record it. All right. It's only got about. I think it only has like an hour of. Uh, well, we'll, of space flip, on we'll it. flip it on and off in between each okay. uh, yeah. reading. <laughs> that right. could be fun. Is this weekend? Like that. Uh, next weekend. Uh, next weekend? Okay. The 24th. Okay. So two weeks. Two weekends. What, what festival? Sorry, what festival is it? Crider Fest. Crider Fest. I saw him in Metallica. No, you know you oh, have. Yeah? You have yeah, how, is How is Metallica? Yeah. They're absolutely incredible. I know you're a big Metallica fan. Uh, dude, they put on such a great show. So do they, they play the old stuff? Yeah. Oh, I, play, I, mean, yeah, I, I saw the set list. <laughs> and they actually played Battery and Master Puppets, yeah. which um, that's all that I would need to hear to make yeah. it a good show. Oh, I've seen Metallica three times, and they only played those songs once. It was so great. How was such uh, a stage performance. Where did they play? Bush Stadium. Bush Stadium? Yeah. Was it Bush? How was we the, the, the seating? I was in the outfield. So. Yeah, so it was good. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, everybody that I saw that even people had really far seats were claiming that they had a great time and the sound was great. Yeah. Put, put on a hell of a production. That, that yeah. stage is enormous. It's a band I've never seen that I've always wanted to see. You and I but, have argued about Metallica more than once on this show. In <laughs> uh, the Absolutely. old iteration. <laughs> and I tell you what, their new album. You uh, like it? I, I do, a Good. lot. It's uh, no St. Anger, I bet. I bet. No, that's the damn sure. <laughs> it's no Fuel or Load or Reload or St. Anger or any of the other bullshit that they've put yeah. out over the last decade. And I like Death Magnetic, too. And you guys, I don't, no, you don't care I, for that one. I, I, don't, I thought that I, was along the this, same lines this as this new last one, one. Man, they went back to their roots. Yeah. I'm still not sure how I feel about Atlas Rise, that mm-hmm. song, but all the rest of it that I've heard off of that, it's really, really good. Yeah. Old school Metallica. Nice. They're, they're back. I'll have to check out the new album then. I yeah. haven't listened to it because yeah. I've pretty much been. If you liked, you know, Injustice uh, for All or. Uh, Anything pre Black album, basically. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what it is. Yeah, they, old, played, they played Fade to Black, they played uh, Ride the Lightning. It was. Can I ask? Really like, is is are the new albums just kind of? Why do you like them? I mean, do you like them because they are in the vein of old Metallica and it's kind of nostalgic, or are they innovative in some way, or a little of both? This yeah, isn't a trick question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're looking at me like I'm trying I, to trap you. Know, you I, I, I like, I like it because it's like the old Metallica. Okay, 
That's fine. Yeah, I, I don't think, hate well, no, everything they did after Black Album, but so much of it was just like pop metal. You know, like I do hate everything they did after the there's, Black there's Album. There's some good songs. The I've never been a Metallica. Guy, I think I could play some songs for you, and you'd be surprised when they came out. You you didn't even like old Metallica, Master of Puppets. I never got into Metallica. Like, Master of Puppets is one of my favorite. Sure, albums I mean, ever. I, I, like, I mean, I, I know the. I know I shouldn't even say that. I never had that album. Like, I listen. I like. I know the tracks off of it. I know sure. the. Two or We're three probably in the it. minority. The three of us. I would bet there's probably way more people that don't like Metallica than do. Oh, Metallica. I don't know. I, I think the other Met, way around. You know, I, no, I know they sold almost forty thousand tickets for the show here. Sure, that's because by, they don't. By the way, one. we're twenty minutes in. Can we open up one of those beers? Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, they don't tour a lot. <laughs> Uh, so that's one of the big reasons, right? So yeah. if they're coming to St. Louis, they haven't been here in what? Two years? Seven years. Seven, it's a bit fun. Oh, yeah, I, I thought they were here a couple years ago. Years. It might have been six. He said it. But still, so look at that. Or you have a, mirror? a very long time in between when you can and can't see them here, right? So that's sure. going to be a huge draw. Okay. I think, you know, people yeah, our age and a little bit older influence? have a little more disposable income, right? Like, sure. Their tickets are always super expensive, too. That's one of the reasons well, I've never gone tickets? and seen uh, them. My ticket for the floor. Was one hundred eighty-five dollars? Yeah, one eighty-five. Yeah, Jesus Christ! Worth okay. every penny. I don't think young people go see them because they can't afford to. So I, I don't think they've grown a new listenership. I think everybody that listens to them is still the old anybody, school. Anybody playing a stadium now? Like I mean, they're either one of two things: they're a hot new band that, ha- or they're a nostalgia pick that's you know going on a tour 30 years after they... Speaking of which, did you know that U2 is doing a stadium tour right now and they're doing the Joshua Tree yeah. album? Yeah. I would like go 25 see that. Years I of- hate U2, but I'd go see that because the Joshua Tree is an incredible album. Yeah. That no, is I mean, an I, awesome, that awesome, is an awesome album. album. I'm not that a U2 album fan. Album. But yeah. I liked War and Joshua Tree. Uh, I think those were both really good albums. Are we drinking whole cans of these? Yeah, we got yeah, that kind of surprised me too. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know. He brought four of them for everybody. Can we split two? Up? Yeah, let's. We should, yeah, whatever. Yeah, well, well, let's go through the lineup real quick. Sure. Why don't we tell everybody what's, what we're drinking? Uh, okay, okay, this is Schlafly Kolsch, which has been rated the best beer in America by USA Today. I think twice. Really? Yeah, it's a good. I love it. I think it's a really great beer. I do too. But you I, can get I, it at Bush Stadium too. Uh, we've also got uh, Schlafly Expo IPA. And is it the Schla- white lager? Schlafly white lager, and then I the like variant. And then the variant, yeah. And then I bought. Uh, I brought. What, what's the one that? that uh, misanthrope. Misanthrope. Yeah. From uh, Surly. I made a joke about misanthrope earlier, but I'm sure if I told it now, these guys <laughs> would make me delete it. So. No, we can make semen jokes on this show. Yeah, go ahead. No, I said that uh, misanthrope's what you do whenever you come on her face. You miss her throat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we also have. I, I, <laughs> go on. No, I, I just I want to tell you we're going to do a segment coming up that everybody I think is pretty excited. We're doing a draft for the zombie apocalypse, and I have as an intro to that the most elaborate pun I've ever written, and that is I do not take that lightly. <laughs> wow, yeah. Ooh, that is a you guys are going to statement. hate it so. Much. I can't wait. No, I'm going to hate it so much. These two will laugh their ass off. No, I'm sure. I don't even know. I don't. It's. <laughs> yeah. I'll take a little more of that too, huh? Thank yeah, you. Kyle's also got uh, some other stuff that he's is, brought is in that today. Sid that I see? Yeah. Oh, sweet. I yeah, love and that beer. I, had it, it's, I, guess, I didn't think I had it that long. It's 2014. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then, so I don't know. That's I just one of those that you forget about in your basement. And then I brought a barrel-aged box of chocolates from Charlottesville and 2014 Bourbon County Coffee. Wait. Nice. 
I brought 2014 Bourbon County coffee last week, and we just never got around to drinking it. That's weird. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, it's in the, it's oh, in the yeah, office right that. now. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we're going to drink one of them tonight. Yes. You. There you go. <laughs> Means we've gone from a quarter cup to a half cup. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, we were talking about Metallica. So yeah, I, I think yeah, yeah. they were. I mean, they've been around thirty-seven years. I think there's not no very many. shit. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's I couldn't believe that either. Eighty-two, right? Yeah, or, right. right. Thirty-six years. Nineteen eighty-one. Eighty-one. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Metallica and I are the same age. <laughs> <laughs> you can't count a lot of that time, I think, because they kind of had a lot of members in and out of the band. I think they're the, also in and out of rehab. And yeah, getting sober. And the, the band that you know, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Black Rest ice. I think the band as you know it was probably 25 years maybe but it's still a long time yeah. yeah they did a cool um like tribute to cliff um robert the bassist did like a whole like solo thing it was pretty cool and they had they had robert trio I, yeah, yeah i trio, thought you yeah. said uh cliff robert and i'm like that, his last name was Burton. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell is Cliff Robert? <laughs> no, yeah, so uh, they, I mean, the stage, I'll show you guys pictures, just unreal. They had three cranes putting them, they put it together, and like full-size cranes. And I then, actually saw it from a distance coming home from Heritage. Hmm. or uh, Yeah, Heritage. Um, so I drive right past Bush Stadium, like, are they working on the scoreboard? What the hell is all over the field? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, Metallica's tomorrow. That's right. I would have liked to have seen a cool uh, time-lapse photo of that going yeah. up. Yeah. It just looks like such a production. It's crazy how elaborate those things are. And they By get the it way, up and so seen a quick, shitload yeah. of like, Snapchats of people that were... It seems like every single person that I know was at that show last night, except <laughs> yeah. you know three of us. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was mammoth. They did. The one cool thing... Well, I'll tell you one story. One quick thing is that a buddy of mine... Uh, was the limo driver for him, and they asked for a non-chatty male. That they, that's what they requested. Um, so he like picked him up from um, their hotel and took him to the show, and then took him from the show to the airport. And he said they were the nicest fucking guys. Yeah, just so respectful, so kind, and like I mean, everybody shook his hand. But they, the cool thing, I mean, and it was of course a big money grab. But like for three hundred fifty bucks, you got all inclusive. But then you got to meet the band, so that was kind of cool. Yeah. I that think it's cool, cool because I've heard a lot of bad about uh, 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 the lead singer. James, James Hadfield. Hadfield. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I've heard a lot of bad that he's just yeah. like a real asshole. <laughs> yeah, no, they say he was really uh, nice. And, and Lars, too. Uh, Maybe yeah. sobriety has mellowed him out or something. Yeah, that's yeah. possible. I, I've heard nothing but bad about James and Lars. The other <laughs> two I've never heard anything about. But hearing that they're cool, that kind of makes me happy. Yeah. I think it's hard. Like, you know, my, my friend... Chris and I in college, we used to talk plus or minus two and a half. That was what we always said for television shows and bands. Basically, you have two and a half seasons or two and a half albums, and one of two things happens. Either you innovate and you go away from it and you alienate all your hardcore fans, or you just keep making the same stuff and people get kind of bored of what you do. Like, and I think there are obviously exceptions, but I just think it's hard. Like, I mean, can you imagine 36 years? Yeah, it's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. And they do I mean, have how many more than two have... and a half good albums. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I probably dislike more than half of their music. How many albums do they have? Anybody know? 12, 13, probably uh, somewhere in that range, yeah. I would guess. <clears throat> well, let's see. You got Kill 'em All, Ride the Lightning, Master of Puppets, and Justice for All, and Black. So that's all the good stuff. And then Load, Reload, Reload St. Anger. 10 studio albums. Death Magnetic, okay. uh, S&M. 
Yeah. Which I oh, actually, SNL. That's that's awesome. Awesome. I actually remember. I that like one. that a lot. I yeah. Somebody burned me a copy of that off Napster in college. That's <laughs> all. Yeah. SNL is Symphony of Metallica. For, yeah. You know, and it's uh, really that was really, really badass. I, I remember that yeah. now. I re- I really liked that album. You think that's what started Apocalyptica? You think they hmm. listened to that and became a thing because of it? I don't know. Maybe I've, I've seen, seen that too. Really? How Pretty are cool they? Show. Really cool show. Really? It's different. It's different because there's not. I saw them at um, Point Fest, and they <clears throat> basically, I mean, you had to have, they took other singers, like yeah. Three Days Grace was there, so they did a song together, mm-hmm. so they brought him out, but they don't have a lot of music, I mean, they basically pick singer, other league singers from all these other bands, and they do songs with them, well, if all the singers aren't on, are there, then, what, you know, like, there's no one there to sing, so right, they play right. their instrument, right. so it's like just big, a big orchestra thing, it was neat, though. The the stuff that I've heard from of them, I'm I'm very fifty fifty on. It's it's either really awesome or yeah yeah to me. So I was I've never actually bothered to see them live because I didn't know if it would translate well live without sure. having all of their. Do their they just guests. do like metal and hard rock? <clears throat> uh, it's just metal. Yeah, I, think. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah, don't know I guess hard rock too. Yeah, I guess that so. group. Yeah. So okay, so I, you don't know anything about them? I'm sorry. No, no go ahead. I've heard it's them it's like yeah. four cellos doing metal. Okay. Yeah, it's it's, it's really really neat, and they're all amazing musicians. I know that kind of goes without saying, but they're yeah. So I used to I, at one point I used to ask this as a question to my friends, and I think it's if you could play one instrument, including singing vocals, on any song, what would you pick? So you could play the bass Wait, line. What? So you could play you could play. Uh, Sweet Child of Mine, you could play lead guitar. Or November Rain, you could play lead guitar. You could sing the lead on any track. What, what, what if you could Those play? Would just be like a, a random talent that you have. Yeah, or? yeah. Freddie, you, I'm got doing Freddie that. Mercury go under pressure. Live. Oh, see, I always kind of picked Bohemian Rhapsody. I want to yeah. sing Bohemian Rhapsody live. You're live in front today. of a stadium full of people, and you get to... And be able to do that. Okay, do, I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, So you can play drums on something. You can play bass on something. Like, Star Spangled Banner by Hendrix. Oh, oh that's, that's a good. pretty damn really, good answer. Really fucking good. Like, yeah. how much more hype can you get people in yeah. a crowd if you yeah. just go out there and rip that? That's you know? really good. That's a really good pick. Eddie Van Halen interruption. Do the guitar. Uh, yeah. So Way now it's just become like the, <laughs> the best guitar solos that you can pick yeah. up. Well, no, like, uh, what about, like, for you, you're a Nirvana fan. What if you could just go out and sing? Okay. Uh, Nirvana's anything. my favorite band of all time, and yet none of what they do would ever make any list of mine for if I could have that talent. You know, because I mean, to me, the best part okay, of Nirvana is about- songwriting, and I can't say, well, I'd sure would like to be able to write Smells Like Teen Spirit. <laughs> all right, sure. <laughs> that would rule. <laughs> I'm going to go out in front of a stadium of people and sit at a desk. <laughs> <laughs> I'd pay money to see that. Everybody's I, holding up their lighter. <laughs> Kyle, Thanks, would you have paid $185 for that? No, no. <laughs> I don't think so. What is the amount of money you would pay? To watch Jeff? Jeff, sit at a desk and write lyrics. It's just a How picture many, or a camera overhead yeah, and a giant guess. Megatron with him and then writing. Him like, it smells like Every three fear. minutes, like fiercely scratching out <laughs> <laughs> things that don't rhyme. <laughs> We got real good at rhyming uh, by playing Circle of Death over the weekend, so he could he could probably figure out the rhymes pretty well. Wait, no, yeah. Was it wheelchair that? No, good boy, good boy, good, good, good boy, boy doesn't good boy know how to rhyme. Not rhyme. I'm not even kidding you. We would give him the word shirt, 
Uh, it's actually a bad example. That's a terrible. They, they would give him the blue. word bat. He, he, and he couldn't do it. Like, he could not rhyme it. It was the like most Like, with amazing. any words? He just couldn't come he over. Was, he said the pressure was, was like. the most amazing thing. Kyle, he, get, tell me one word that rhymes with bat. Hat. There you, you go. go. You would already be good boy. <laughs> yeah. Good boy would be drinking His excuse right is that Mark would convolute these sentences to end in a rhyme and that he couldn't. <laughs> Process Did the he really say that? that? That you were saying. I, I don't remember him He told me that. By the I, way, I can't imagine a guy day. that can't rhyme bat knows the word convolute, but whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, maybe I'm putting words in his mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> this uh, colch is what delicious. You usually put this colch is amazing. True. <laughs> this colch is amazing. I've already. Yeah. yeah my, my say mine's gone too. Let's yeah. uh, let's move on to the next. This is one for, of my go-tos a, in the summer, man. For a beer show, we haven't talked much about beer, but I'm okay with it. We had a lot of fun. We talked about heritage for a long time. All right, you yeah. want white lager oh, or Expo Good point. IPA? Uh, white, white lager. lager. Let's do white lager. Progression. Yeah. They did surprise you. Okay, like I said, I only saw the uh, uh, set list for Metallica. They closed with Enter Sandman. I knew they were going to do that, and I didn't like that. No, I, I, it surprises me that they think Enter Sandman's the best song to close with. I mean, I granted, guarantee that is the most popular song. Of yes, theirs. that I believe. Yeah, so I would have done it second them? to last. With Ride the Lightning and then an, a, uh, um, what do you call it, Encore of Master of Puppets. Uh, no, uh, Enter Sandman was the last song of the Encore. They played three songs in the Encore. I believe it was oh. Battery, Nothing Else Matters, and Enter Sandman. Now, to me, I would have ended with, with probably either Battery or Master of Puppets. Maybe it's because I'm biased. That's my favorite To me, Master album. of Puppets is the most quintessential yeah, Metallica so. song. What, yeah. like, what's your... Complaint with ending with that? It's uh, not it's their not best so much song. A complaint. It's not their best it's song. Just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Basically. I like. I like the song, but, but like you said, it's it's by far their most popular song. Yeah. I just don't think it's the best song. I would have thrown it in the middle of the set to me yeah. if you, it were me. But I love Metallica, old Metallica, because you get really hard, fast beats with some a little bit of slow stuff in there too. Like it's just mm-hmm. a good like mix of stuff in a song. And I think Master of Puppets has all of that stuff, and I think that's that's just the most quintessential like. Metallica. When I think of old school Metallica, that's the first song that always pops into my head. No, no, for sure. Me too. Absolutely. Those guys are and so such incredible guitarists. It was really cool to see the close ups again, you know, just yeah, watch watching them. your fingers go. <laughs> yeah. Uh it was and you I, I, you don't realize how you know, like a lead guitarist, so you have Kirk, but then James, he plays you know, just I mean, he plays a lot of solos, too. Like, a lot of the, you know, instead of just rhythm, he plays some incredible, incredible licks, to, or uh, riffs. That's, uh, it was fun. We've got a uh, guest that just showed up here. Yeah, he, he texted me earlier, said he was coming. It, that's, it's rare. Uh, Tim. Hi, Tim. Tim Hans here. Hi, Tim. Hey, guys. Hey. All right, now shut so, up for the rest of the show. Yeah. <laughs> keep it quiet. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I was... Got, saw Tim and then I got lost. I think we I let's do the draft. All right, so we're going to go ahead and do the draft now. Then, once it's again, I, <laughs> this is you're going to hate this. This is the most elaborate pun I've ever I've ever come up with. But here we go. So we're we're going to do we're going to do a brand new segue on uh, a segment on the Brewers Room. Uh, we're going to do a draft. I basically am going to give you a scenario. Is this going to be a weekly thing now? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I like this. All yeah. right, cool. Or I don't know about weekly, but we'll do it every now and then. So basically, uh, we we. We determine the order first. 
I'm going to give you a scenario, and you can draft. In this case, it's going to be people. It's going to be fictional characters. Kyle's going to go first, then Jeff, then Justin, then I'll go. And we're going to look at, we're going to do, do a draft in three rounds. And you basically get to put, put together a team, and then we're going to grade each other's teams and talk about its strengths and weaknesses. All right, so here's the scenario. Oh, God, you're smiling. <laughs> I can't so, wait. You got the shitty grin on your face. It's it is gonna, oh, so you know, bad. It's going to get so bad. All right, go ahead. The year is 2018. Jeff and, Justin, Jeff and Justin once again try to brew a California Common, which is borderline undrinkable, but still sells out quickly after they begin marketing it as an amazing blunder beer in bottles that break easily that grants a drinker leveling up skills brought on by a female deer that silenced the beer. That's right. It's a super Cali fragile mistake. XP ale a doshushed. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's not laughing. <laughs> However, it turns out the off flavor in their beer. Wait, it's a what? <laughs> Super Cali, fragile mistake. XP ale a doshushed. No, no, I heard it. <laughs> However, it turns out the off beer, the off flavor in their beer, wasn't actually the rotting flesh of a body exposed to tainted lettuce. However, it turns out. Shit. However, it turns out it. the off flavor in their I beer <laughs> was actually the rotting flesh of a body exposed to tainted lettuce from a Blue Apron delivery box. I figured every other podcast talks about Blue Apron. Why don't we? The fuck's Blue Apron? You've never. Doesn't it's matter. a food delivery service. Move oh, on. Really? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, cut it out. We might be sponsored by them one day. Uh, this sparks <laughs> the sparks a zombie apocalypse. The last thing you hear is that there is a cure in Burlington, Vermont. You can draft. Any three non-superhero fictional characters to help you get into the Green Mountain State, who do you pick? Okay, so they can't be a superhero. They can't have magic. They can't be aliens. It's fictional characters, not real people. Kyle, you have the very first picked in the draft. Okay so, okay, so the first thing, if I draft them, no one else can have them, No one right? else can draft them, correct. I, I wrote mine down. Kyle has notes. I didn't even know Kyle <laughs> could read and write, so this is amazing. All right, what uh, do you got? Who's your first I, round So pick? I, I, I had six guys. I didn't, I didn't realize <laughs> you three, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to okay. whittle the list down. Have a little self All right. My first one, got? I'm going to go with James Bond. All right. That's actually, okay. not, that's actually not a terrible pick. I, I like that pick. Yeah. You know what's funny is you, know, you had uh, sent out that, that Facebook update telling people we were going to do this, and I had customers here talking about it tonight, and one of them said you ought to draft Q. Oh, the gadget guy. The gadget uh, guy. Yeah. yeah. I don't. And I thought, oh, you know, that's 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 brilliant. But then I said, this is a zombie apocalypse. I'm going to say there's no technology right. or power or stuff like thing. that. So I don't think that works. I don't well. think he has. I don't think he has the gadgets. He's like Q is just right. Right. Which, by the way, so well. Okay, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, so okay. all right, all right, Jeff, all right. you're up. Who's your who's okay, your first so pick? So it's any fictional character. Any fictional character. All right, I'm going to go with God. <laughs> Nope. He has superpowers. Yeah, he has superpowers. Okay. And he's right, technically cool. like right. an alien. Yeah, he's yeah, not from then, Earth. Then in so. that case... <laughs> all right, good point. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Rambo. Okay. Rambo's a good one. Somebody, good somebody one. put that on the that uh, on Bruise the and Post page. today. I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's a Oh, did they really? Goal. Yeah. Oh, well... Okay. Well, no, no, that's fine. All right. I didn't know that for one, and if any of... Uh, any other choices? I have not read any of the okay. responses all on right. that for Justin, the first round pick. Uh, I'm going with Jill Valentine. She's the Who main character from all of the Resident Evil games. Hmm. She's survived like 
nine movies and fifty video games killing zombies. That's a okay. That's a, all right. All right. That's yeah, pretty hot. That's so. a surprise. Surprise. Get a hot chick what, on what, here. What? What's it from? Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Yeah. Is that um, not Mila Kunis? Uh, Mila Jovovich. Mila Jovovich. Yeah. Jo- Josevich. Yeah. Jovovich. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Mark. Who I have. T- Two picks I'm debating. Uh, I'm going to take the mountain from Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. oh wow. Just a okay. big, hulky Just motherfucker. Just a gigantic. <laughs> if I can get the zombie version of him, fantastic, because he can't feel But I feel like that's probably cheating because that's magic or something. Yeah. No. Either way. Either, He's I'll, like Frankenstein okay. together so, there. Yeah. yeah. A- another conversation that I had with these same people that we were talking about this said, what kind of zombies are we fighting? Are we fighting Walking Dead zombies that are slow, or are we fighting Evil Dead zombies that are fast? You know, there's and they actually... said that if it was slow zombies, all you need is a big tank, which would yeah. be the mountain. Right. So. There's actually a theory that all zombies are the same. That Basically, fast zombies, the thing is they can't heal, and so they run really fast, and then all of their muscle and tissue and connect activity breaks down and so that's why they become slow so over the they course start of a, fast yeah they start huh. fat yeah no, all, right, all right i can hmm. see that that's what i th- i think that was in world war z i think that was the theory because at was one point the there's a lot of them running real fast and climbing over a huge wall and i was always like that's not what zombies are like but i think the thing is if you extrapolate that out over the months and years that a zombie yeah. apocalypse happens everything breaks down so they can't run that makes fast sense anymore. never thought about that before yeah, i sure. know like okay. somebody pointed out i was like that's really brilliant yeah. but uh, okay, Kyle, second round pick. Man, I'm really deciding on this one. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Jason Bourne. Oh, that was on. Man, my that list. was on my list. That was on my All list right. too. I'll trade, I'll, tra- I'll trade him to you. No, I'm oh. good. <laughs> <laughs> Package deal. Okay, okay, Jason Bourne's bad. Not a bad one. My second round pick, because of the lack of technology and whatnot, is MacGyver. Fuck. <laughs> uh, was mine too. Was a good one. Wow, I can't believe we all had MacGyver on this list. I, Angus it, it, MacGyver was going to be... You uh, need to come up with somebody that can uh, kill something. Yeah, MacGyver's my guy. All right, my only, my only, my only consideration there is he's a, he's a pacifist. Doesn't believe in guns and doesn't kill people. He's not going to come back he to He doesn't haunt need you. guns and he doesn't have to kill anybody. He just needs yeah, to make the weapons right. to kill him. Mm. Uh, I'm going okay. off like Walking Dead stuff where guns are super rare and unless you find an island full of women. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> And how. All right. Yeah. Uh, my second pick, uh, I wanted to say uh, Mila Kunis just because she's hot. It would be cool to have a hot chick around. That's actually a brilliant pick. Uh, <laughs> so I think brilliant. I, I might I'm change last, my third round pick. Which I'm I know the last man picking. on earth. Yeah. We better yeah, do I'm it. Like, <laughs> I already picked. Uh, who was my first pick? I don't oh, uh, Jill, Jill Valentine. So I've got I've got two hot chicks now, and uh, yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with. Hmm. If I'm gonna die, at least I'm gonna go out with. I'm sorry. Some tits hang on. Around uh, with, with, with a semi. Hang yeah. On. Hang on. First. First of all, brilliant. Second of all, Mila Kunis isn't a Get fictional character. Mike, Mark, Mark. Um, Mila Kunis isn't a fictional character. How about? Oh yeah. Uh, well then, her character from that '70s show. No. no what is Sarah Marshall? <laughs> she was way hotter there. Yes. Agreed. I was just. Making an underage uh, chick reference there, but <laughs> yeah, we'll do uh, for whatever her character is, and forgetting Sarah Marshall. Jackie. Hey, Tim knows that her name is Jackie in that movie. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. <laughs> oh, on that show. oh, never mind. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think uh, that was her name, but okay. Okay, so your second round pick is a bellhop from a ho- from a Hawaiian hotel chain. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take Hannibal Lecter. Ooh. Ruthless, what? brilliant, 
very smart. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. I That's think, a good. I think, okay, so I've established mm. I got a tank and now I got a genius. I'm going to Hannibal Lecter. All right. Kyle? Uh, what, what's your right. problem with Hannibal Lecter? No, I th- uh, what, what's he going to do? We'll, we'll, we'll talk eat about him. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll critique we'll, everyone at the end. You yeah, can't right. eat a zombie. You turn into a zombie. All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about the, all right. we'll talk uh, about the picks afterwards. Who's your, so. who's your final pick? Oh, man. So it's kind of, this was going to be like my wild card, but I, I just got to feel like I have to have someone evil. Uh, I, think that's a, I think you need somebody in the post-apocalyptic I'm going to go world. with the Joker. Oh, okay. That's a, I think that's a, I think that's a decent pick. It's a solid pick, yeah. My my third pick is is more defense. All right, uh, this isn't looking to uh, to go on any sort of attacking spree. This is purely defense. I'm going to go with Kevin McAllister. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great pick. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> nice. Oh my god, that's a great pick. <laughs> Oh, I already like Jeff's team so much better. <laughs> this is what happens every draft. I like Jeff's team way better than mine. Uh, so my third and final pick, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Lynn gave me a great idea, and uh, I'm gonna give her a shout out on this one. Uh, it's gonna be somebody from the Ticonderoga Pencil Factory. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, your second pick you wasted on Mila Kunis. You should have got somebody from the mallet factory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a mallet factory? Yeah, it's right next door to the pencil factory. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's on the beach. You have to tell everybody why. <laughs> For all the people that listen to it. If you've yeah, never listened true. to the brewer's room before, uh, we kind of had a where would you go? What brewery would you that go to? If <laughs> the, the zombie uh, apocalypse happened, you could go to a brewery. Yeah. Where would you go? And. Uh, for some reason, we ended up on the West Coast, and uh, I said, what about the zombie whales? And Jeff said he could kill a zombie whale with a pencil and a mallet. And we discussed it for about an hour. An uh, hour and then half. four more shows. It doesn't have to be a zombie like, yeah. whale. I'd kill a regular whale as long as it was beached, not in the water. If it was beached with a mallet and a pencil. Yeah. There is Got no it. scenario in which that is. So, yes, I'm taking the pencil guy. Okay. Uh, my final pick, Mad Max. Oh, I, he I was on yeah. my list. Yeah, I, I mean, I, like he's already can survive with very like. I feel like I need just another kind of badass, but a survivalist as opposed to the mountain who's just gonna. I think it's a good, good swing good a giant sword at. You, before you said no aliens, uh, the predator was going to be on my list. He was also on my yeah. But I don't know if you count him. Like, does uh, out, once his weapons are dead, like, is he good for right. anything? Yeah. How long do his batteries yeah. last? You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean we dreadlocks are cool. Well, he does have the two big. Oh, like the blade rings, yeah. So that would help a little bit. But what, once his batteries die, I mean, does he die? I don't know. I don't know. You know. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know that. Uh, I think I ended up liking Jeff's team way more than mine. Rambo, MacGyver, and Kevin McAllister. Yeah, I don't know how you <laughs> go wrong with those three. He's got a he's got a gun guy. He's got a he's got a fix it guy. He's got a guy who I, defense. Yeah, nobody thought of defense. Well, to be fair, you're, you're assuming not- that there's paint cans with rope. <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't there be? <laughs> I don't know. He picked Rambo. I think we're assuming there's guns, too. Yeah, like, right. I think- <laughs> you picked James Bond. What's James Bond going to do? <laughs> Everything. He doesn't die. He, ki- he kills everybody, and he's got all these cool gadgets. He gets out of a lot of situations. 
so does Warhol. I don't know. Well, I think Jason sure. Bourne is better in the post-apocalyptic world for you. Yeah, you have Jason Bourne and the Joker. I think your first-round pick is the weakest Hold overall. On. If we're going to say James Bond, there's yeah. no way. No, for Which sure. James Bond, though? Also I very smart. Ask, yeah, I don't know. Also in, extremely intelligent. You have I to go know. with the Daniel going, Craig James Bond, No, right? he's a Roger Moore James Bond. No. No. no, no, no. 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 Kyle drafted Roger Moore. No, absolutely not. <laughs> we all drafted the Daniel Craig. I would never even think about that. No, not what was the one that only did like three movies? George Lassenby or, or yeah. one Timothy, one. Uh, Timothy Dalton. Timmy Dalton. <laughs> Timmy Dalton. <laughs> I guess to be fair, we also said the Joker. I didn't, maybe it's the Jared Leto ver- version of the Joker, too. The Joker, <laughs> right. And yeah. not, yeah. No, I'm definitely Jack It could Jack be Nicholson. the Cesar Romero version, and he still <laughs> <Yeah>. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not Jack Nicholson or uh, uh, the Heath dead Ledger. dude. Uh, Heath yeah. Ledger, thank you. Yeah, then they all suck. The dead dude. Uh, the so guy you, who's going to rise up and come after us. We can only hope. <laughs> you like Jeff's team, but there's, there's the downside of being a sausage fest. Like... I don't. So here's one of my picks I, that I'm, I'm looking I'm to sorry, survive, not get laid. Me you put together this team because you can't stand to not be laid from here to Vermont like that. I'm just saying the odds of us making it there, it's probably not going to happen anyway. Well, no, not with not with your not team. with the bellhop yeah, on your team. A, not with a I've got one a factory worker from Ticonderoga. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. Would all, it be better if it was? All Bic? I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, all of us, all of us took this very seriously, except for you. <laughs> All of us took this very seriously, except for you. Fine. There was one that I can't believe none of you guys said. John McClane. Actually came up in my discussion. Yeah. Uh, Batman came up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I would have picked Batman for sure, but I wanted to go with somebody that they didn't say on on Facebook. Well, isn't he a superhero? There's no superpowers. He has no superpowers, but he's a superhero. He's only good with we the just gadgets, said too, right? So you so can't. We, I, I clarified this online. He but can't you, take the gadgets with him the entire trip, He has right? a belt, though. No. Because in our discussion <sighs> well, before, I actually said Fox. You said what? Fox. From Fox. Batman. The oh, Morgan Freeman character. Yeah, yeah. He's a guy that comes up with all the gadgets. I don't think gadget makers are quite... Somebody, somebody said Tony Stark, and I just don't know that he's... No technology. Yeah, I don't know that... In, in, in the world I'm thinking of anyway that that plays as well as other things because I just don't think you have access to Although somebody pointed right. out that Tony Stark made a Iron Man suit in, an, in a cave in, in a Afghanistan, cave in Afghanistan. Yeah. Hmm. yeah and you know who else could do that? MacGyver who's on my team I don't think so no there's not no, enough power in that so moment either. I can guarantee that <laughs> <laughs> the, one, the other one that if you wanted though like if you wanted Justin to go with with the sex option. I don't know why you wouldn't pick Black Widow. You get Scarlett Johansson, well, Deadly I'm, Assassin. I almost picked The Bride from Kill Bill as my third. I, oh. <laughs> that would have been the one to go with instead of Bellhop from uh, No, you know who I liked in Kill Bill better? The chick with the uh, the Asian chick with the ball and chain thing. Oh, the child? Yeah. No, she's she smoking was, hot. Chick's like 30. I don't think she was, but Asian women no, age a lot. Slower. Stop talking. You're talking about the one, <laughs> talking about the one from Charlie's That's Ed. not how age works. Oh, I thought you said lower. <laughs> yeah, the bottom half is <laughs> premium teen all the time. <laughs> oh, I literally just bit my beer out. <laughs> it works a lot better for my flat penis. Uh, one person that I'm a little surprised didn't get mentioned, Benjamin Linus from Lost. Because here's the thing. I, originally, when I, like, I panicked. I, I had a panic draft. I had this idea of having 
a big burly character to absorb the hits, a genius to plan out strategy, and then a third guy that I think you're going to need a negotiator. Basically, if you come up against a group of people, you can't out. Oh, I thought you were negotiating with zombies. No, and I kind of no. thought that. Like, no. do we no, run into other people? Other, yeah, you yeah. No, other I, I that. You're going right. to need to trade yeah. for things. I mean, would you put somebody who's really brilliant at at negotiating at business? You know what I mean? Or a really charismatic character? Like, I, I did have kind of a second list, which only stemmed from a guy that did not make my cut initially. All right, so one of the guys that I thought about drafting was Snake Pliskin. All right. All right. Which Escape I think from New York. Escape yeah. from L.A. Sure. 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 Solid pick. Yeah. Which then turned into how about Jack Burton? Also. Okay. You know Jack Burton. Yeah. Okay. And then my third pick was Captain Ron, because <laughs> <laughs> you know the pirates. He's the got Caribbean. A, he's got a boat, and I was going to stick with the whole <laughs> Kurt Russell thing. Where Where are we we're, starting? We never talked about that. Right here. In Missouri? Yeah, we're starting oh. in Missouri. we got to oh, get to see, Burlington, So Captain Vermont. Ron doesn't work. Yeah, I would say, if you're on know. the West Coast, I'm like, I'm just going to pick a random dude with a boat, and I can sail to Vermont and not have to fuck with anything I, except for the whales. Do you think the Panama Canal is open, or yes. would you have to go all the way south? Well, we would try it. Panama Canal is not open. There are way too many people that have to work those locks. I'm, I'm, there's, there's not, like, one guy that just hits a button. <laughs> well, <laughs> if he is, he's dead. <laughs> How do you know? Where would the apocalypse start? Panama. We didn't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right on the canal. The other one that I had that was going to be the leader of my group is Lieutenant Aldo Reigns from Inglorious Bastards. He was going to be the leader. Was that Brad Pitt's character? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a good leader, but yeah. I noticed you didn't pick the bear Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty-eight minutes. It always comes back to Hitler. Fifty-six. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, so some other picks that uh, people online suggested. Uh, awesome. We had Batman and Iron Man. We had Michael Corleone, which I I didn't really... I think he's good in certain situations. Who, who was sure. uh, Michael Corleone? I mean, I know Godfather, but which, uh, who, who, who played him? Pacino. Okay, all right. Um, I, yeah, I, I think he's kind of brilliant and ruthless. I'm just not sure he survives in an, an apocalypse. No, nah, but too busy eating spaghetti. He doesn't notice the zombies coming up. He dies. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sarah Connor. Oh, that's a good one. Who's that? Yeah, from Terminator. Terminator. Oh, yeah. I never even watched Terminator. I knew that. Uh, Pawpaw, our good friend, our dear friend Pawpaw, suggested Sam and Dean Winchester. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I had to look him up. There are characters from Supernatural, which I couldn't even tell you. What, what is that? I, oh, it's a show. Are they, the a, are they the main brothers? I think they're the main brothers. They fight demons and shit all the time. Is so. that the plot of it? Like, I don't even know. Uh, I, I've seen exactly one episode, so I'm, a, I'm basing this all <laughs> off of that. And they fought a demon in it, so I'm assuming that's what they do the entire time. His picks, uh, by the way, he cheated because he put those brothers down, Sam and Dean. And then he put Buffy Summers, Zorro, and Link. Hmm. Link's good with a sword. That's five characters. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm all aware. I'm going to take Sam and Dave. Is he talking Link from Legend of <laughs> Zelda? I, I think so. Unless he meant to put a link to Buffy Summers on Wikipedia or something. He just typed in the link because he, he doesn't know the internet, he know the internet right. works. That's equally as possible. It's very possible. He's 104. Who's 104? Papa. That's close, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he doesn't internet good. <laughs> I was laughing. Uh, I was reading the comments on this post earlier, and uh, our friend Ron Finger had uh, <laughs> made his own. I absolutely love Ron. Made, had made a list, and <laughs> he picked a ship. 
at, at one of them. Starship you, Enterprise. You Starship Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. It was fucking funny. <laughs> he picked. He also picked God. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Ron was cool. Yeah. Until he met Jesus. <laughs> That's only a joke that he will laugh at. It's okay. Don't worry about okay. it. Uh, <laughs> RoboCop was another one that okay. I thought about. RoboCop is awesome unless the yeah, battery I don't think runs that, out. I don't, I don't think know. that counts. Like I don't think you can have augmented humans. Oh, and we were only supposed to pick fictional characters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Ron picked Jesus, Alton Brown, Billy Jack, Tank Girl, Ripley, and the Starship Enterprise. <laughs> Which I like better than any draft of anything I've ever done in history. Who is Billy Jack? I looked him up. He's an old, I thought he was an old Western fighter based on a cursory glance of the Wikipedia page. And then he said, Billy Jack kicked people with his feet. So I don't. (laughs) All right. By the way, Ron is an aspiring stand-up comedian. He does a lot of uh, local shows, open mics and stuff like that. Check him out. He is brilliant. Very, very funny. Go see him if you can uh, ever ever catch one of his open mic shows. I saw him at the uh, Funny Bone once. Yeah. And yeah. how was he? Awesome. Good. Yeah, right there was like a competition, and uh, I voted for him to win, not just because I knew him, because I honestly thought he was the funniest. Awesome. Hmm? Yeah. I love that guy, man. He's all right. He's so hilarious. here's Billy Jack's Wikipedia page. Billy Jack is, and I, I want to. This is on Wikipedia. So in quotes, it says half breed, Native American, American Navajo Indian, a Green Beret, a Vietnam veteran, and a Hapkido master. Jack defends the hippie themed Freedom School and students from townspeople who do not understand or like counterculture students. <laughs> So basically, a group of children of various races from the school go to town for ice cream and are refused service, and then he beats up everybody. Is Ron Hitler? <laughs> Where? What is this from, though? This is from... Billy Jack is an independent film. It is the second of four films centering on the character of the same name. So The Born Losers was the first. So there are four films All that right, involve yeah. this character. I have to watch this now. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Tagline, when you need him, he's always there. <clears throat> what did you guys think of Expo IPA? And the only reason i got to say that, I don't mean to interrupt and start talking about beer again, but uh, you <laughs> know, it's on. gone, and the next one is a variant. So, uh, Expo's good. It's just it's a really dank. solid beer. Yeah I, yeah, I like this a lot. I, I don't get that super citrusy refreshingness out of it. Which is not a, an insult at all, because I actually really, really like the beer, but it's, the, it, it's a different flavor than most IPAs that you yeah. get now, and, and I really enjoy it. This used to be Export IPA, which I didn't care for as much, and they've rebranded it and redone the, the recipe, and I actually really enjoy this beer now. I really think Schlafly, I mean, they've really stepped up their game. They, I, I said for a long time that, um, I mean, even before Jake Flick works there, and you know, I, I carry four handles just because I love Jake, and and Schlafly's treated me really well, but um, they uh, everything that they've come out with this um, Ibex series, um, their new seasonals, I think have been really, really great. Did you try the uh, Gooseberry Goza? I did not. That's, that's one I haven't got yet. It wasn't. We didn't I, get. Did I you got get? bottles of it. Remind yeah. me, and uh, we'll Please. open one. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I like it a lot. Uh, I, I still like the stout better, obviously. Yeah just because there's so much going on in it. Uh, but the, the Goza is really, really nice, man. I'll tell you what. 11 Flavor was probably one of the better beers I had last year. 
Yeah, Eleventh Labor is really good, and uh, Lazy Ballerina. Yeah, I really like that one too. Well, while we're talking about beer, we should probably talk about some other beer stuff. We had some some <laughs> beer news today. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff, you had something you wanted to talk about. I think that's is going to be ABI Anheuser Busch and Beth bought a minority stake of rape beer, and I don't understand why. I want to know what their end game is. So they're buying up breweries. I understand that. Mm-hmm. You, but you get into the craft beer market. Craft beer market is skyrocketing. Everybody's you know sure. slowly migrating over to craft beer. So I get why you buy the brewery breweries. Then they bought Northern Brewer, the largest <laughs> home brew supply company in the U.S. They buy a portion, if not all of them. And then now they're buying rate beer which is just a website in which people can, surprise, rate beer. No. It's just data, right? Why? They just want people's information. Yeah, they, no. They absolutely I, do. I, I, yeah, they I mean, absolutely do. I, I like that, it's too. It's subscriber data. But, but I think that there's two websites for people that generally go and do that. It's Beer Advocate and it's Rate Beer. I think Beer Advocate's a better website, but Rate I Beer, agree. I think that you can go and because of advertisements and because of you know, the way that they lay out the website that you can influence them to drink the beers that the breweries that they own. I think that's it. You think that's what it is? You think they're going to skew data? No. No, I mean, I, I just think that I'm not saying that they're going to skew data. I'm saying that they're going to use that as a marketing tool. That well, when you go yes, on Rape Beer, you're going to see at the top of it as Goose Island or Ten Barrel or whatever. That's well, couldn't they just pay for advertising? Day. Yeah, I mean, but if, if or I, you, I, I, or I you don't think, know. Or, uh, I mean, are you talking about an ad on the website, or are you talking <clears throat> about the top-rated beer is Goose Island Three One Two? No, I think an ad. I, I think that well, they some, could just uh, buy advertising. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, but now that they own part of it, they can also eliminate all the other breweries from doing that see i don't think my my take on it is that it's subscriber data and 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 trying to figure out beer trends i think they get a lot of data what do they get yeah for so they they get get, a bunch of email addresses and great that's 100 200 more people they can specifically target email uh but so, so they send out one big email blast, no, it's not, and then it's you not click about, on unsubscribe. No, I don't think it's about email blasts. <laughs> okay, How many so people well, actually I, go I, unsubscribe? No, honestly, okay. I do okay, so all imagine the time, this. I, I, this is the scenario I think is, is more likely. There's, there's a brewery that not a lot of people have heard of in, doesn't matter, uh, outskirts of, of Scranton, Pennsylvania, and they put together a blueberry parfait IPA that starts to get five star, that people start, okay, and then a couple of the breweries adopt that. All of a sudden, you have all this data that says, hey, maybe the next big thing is blueberry parfait IPA. Can you, you guys can make be- one of those? That, that sounds, sounds disgusting. No, it sounds delicious. Disgusting. I hate blueberries. I don't I mean, know why uh, I picked I that. love blueberries, but that a blueberry IPA sounds terrible. <laughs> what? Yeah. No. I, whatever. I, I yeah. understand the point. Yeah. All I'm saying is, I think they can use this as a predictive model to figure out beer trends and to figure. Out, but you also, in addition to email addresses, I think you get certain um, uh, demographic you information, get age and gender, and right. So you can see that women like this and men like this. And so here's the think, age group. Uh, I mean, so like the. The end game for rate beer alone is to learn these trends, and then they'll start having their own microbreweries, uh, the 10 Barrels, the Elysians, make the Blueberry Parfait sure. yeah. IPA I and do. distribute it I nationally. I don't think that is that 
far off from what could okay. happen. Yeah. No, that's fair. I, it's something what I've never I, thought what of. I, liken, I get it. What I likened it to, so a handful of years ago, Waze was a very popular navigation app that basically crowdsourced right. data. Right, if you're driving, you turn the app tells on. Tells you about traffic and right. shit like but that. But they sure. do it because you you know that you know you have 20 people driving on this highway. They all give you data about how fast you're going. Google bought that, right. and the reason that Google bought it wasn't because Google Maps, Maps suck, but they wanted that data. They wanted to figure out trends and algorithms and crowds. So, like I think it's the same type of of pattern. I think it's the same type of of play. Like I think that's what they're doing. So, Sam Calione from Dogfish Head. Calcione. Yeah. Calcione, whatever. What, however you say it, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know the correct pronunciation. He, really uh, he had a rebuttal today. Uh, not even a rebuttal. It's not a rebuttal, but you know what I'm saying. Like An a, opinion on yeah. this happening. And it was actually pretty interesting. He's, he, he, he says a lot of things about the beer community and stuff like this. You know, anytime Anheuser has bought a brewery, you know, he's always been pretty outspoken. Some of the stuff I agree with, some of it I don't. But he uh, he's asked all craft brewers to pull their data off of Ray Beer. He said he's doing it. He's going to ask them to remove all of his information off of it and wants every other craft brewer to do the same. All right. Okay. He's, he's citing... Yeah, I, um, it's got to be for what we the just The SPJ, said. which is the Society of Professional Journalists, uh, Code of e- Ethics, and this is a blatant conflict of interest. Um. He there's like a list of guidelines that you're supposed to adhere to. I'm sorry, really fast. Is he arguing though that then rate beer is a journalistic endeavor? Yes. Okay. Uh, and he actually says you I think asked, they do a magazine. Um, uh, he, they do. No, beer advocate, beer advocate does. does. Yeah. I don't um, know that rate does. Beer does. Rate beer do? I, I I don't know. I know that beer advocate does a magazine. I don't know if rate beer does. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, finish your yeah. No, yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Um, we'll kind of loop back to he, that because he, he mentions that he was on the chair for mm-hmm. another beer magazine. And they actually still paid for advertising, even though he could have, as Dogfish's owner and part of this board uh, for this other magazine, could have easily just put his opinions in there. Um, you know, but he chose not to do that because it yeah. was a conflict of interest. He said, I'm going to be an outside party. Dogfish Head will still be an outside party, even though I sit on the board for this product or whatever. And um, you know, he's basically saying that this is a conflict of interest. Um, and you just can't it says distinguishing news from and from advertising is one of the biggest reasons uh because they'll be able to put in articles that are clearly sure. advertising okay, but written, written as blogs or do you articles. go to do you go to rate beer ever no well, i don't i don't care yeah yeah i'm, I'm kind of the same way but there is but a community that does no, yeah, absolutely and a large community. yeah very large and, it, yeah. and it's great um but my question is the reason I asked is, but I don't go there often either. I've I've checked it, but I don't go there often. Yeah. Are there a lot of news articles? Yeah, their or whole blogs? front page is news article. It's a is it beer okay. information I thought it site was now. Strictly how to rate beer. You I can think go it and look started at as just a hey, write this beer article or write this beer review or read beer reviews. I think that's what it started at, but it's grown because they have so many users into a okay. full All like, right, online then. presence for beer, craft beer. Okay, I didn't realize that. I thought it was just you know uh, user driven. No, uh, they have content creators for okay the website. All right, in that case, I think it's a very valid argument. Mm-hmm. It, if it was just user driven, if it was just schmucks out there like us that are going in there and rating beers and typing out their opinions and whatnot, then I would have disagreed with that statement. But it has a pretty big but, forum section, right? Oh yeah, the and forum I, is what I thought. 
That's what was. I thought the entire I would guess the ma- majority of their user base probably only uses it for the beer rating review right. part of it. Yeah. Um, <coughs> but also with forums, like now you have, you can put moderators in place that can put sticky, you know, threads about, hey, Elysian's got a new beer out. Let's put that on the top of every forum that we have on our website now or something like, you know. I think there's going to be a lot of ways to abuse. I think there uh, are a lot, makes of, a lot ways, of sense. But I yeah. don't. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I guess what would be look, either one one of two things is is the reality. Either the average person who visits that site is intelligent enough to see through that, or they're not. And I like to think that the people who drink beer and would go to a site like that are pretty intelligent. They know. I mean, they're not. I would be able love to, to agree with that statement. You don't think so? No, no. I think I mean, you really beer drinkers. Think... I don't think that beer drinkers stand apart from the masses of even All not. Right, maybe. I think they just fall but into. Even, in spe- even okay, people. So news in general is pretty broad. But if I, I mean, if I, you don't think it's something as narrow as that where it is a it, it is a a forum for. For beer like that, for craft beer specifically, that people can't see through. You think you think no, Bush is really able to pull the strings that hard if they wanted to? They have and for I don't, I don't years. think. I, I think it would be the exact same though, way like, as as the. If I you take the population of the United States, the almost four hundred million people that sure. live here, how many of those people can Two. determine? What's real news and fake news, or we'll buy into advertisements okay, and that, shit like that. What I'm saying is, there's I would a difference put the same between, category in that. sure, but news is broad in general, right? I mean, sure. I, and I agree with that. What I'm saying is, if you, if you, okay, so there are, let's just say, I don't, three hundred thousand carpenters in the United States. If there was a magazine dedicated to carpenters, could they spot because it's their focus? Because the thing right. they could they see through a fake news article or an advotainment, whatever those things I, are called. What well, well, my argument is on this, I understand exactly what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, my argument is is let's go back to the whole U.S. Okay. Uh, on a random story, whether it's news or entertainment or whatever, and if we were to say that there are 80% of the U.S. that is going to buy into this and think that it's legit or, okay. or whatever, that it would be the exact same thing, that if you narrow it down to carpenters and there are 100,000 carpenters in the U.S., that 80% are there are still going to... There are 300,000-hour carpenters. Yeah, but, <laughs> carpenters. Right, just but the math that. is easier for me if I do it at 100. <laughs> 80% of 100 is 80. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't want to do the math. <laughs> All right, three hundred. Go on. So it's two hundred. There are some carpenters who are feeling really it's just screwed over right now. Yeah, I know. I was trying to do that, but I was also trying to talk, <laughs> <laughs> and I can't do two things at once in my brain. <laughs> brain got a poop. <laughs> go on. I think it's the same way. If if you go into the three hundred thousand carpenters. 240,000 of them are still going to be the same way that, the, oh, well, this is gluten's bad for you. Fuck. I don't uh, think so. Or, and I think in the, in the beer world, it's the same way. I, if I there's 100,000 craft beer drinkers. I guess drinkers, if rate beer, all I'm saying is if rate beer has a specific structure. Okay, so say they have 300,000 subscribers or 100,000 because it makes the math easier. Thank you. Whatever. I would say they have 100,000 subscribers and they are, there's, there's a certain setup to that website. If that gets altered pretty dramatically. Either it's sticky posts about Elysian or, or whatever. You don't think they're going to be able 
you know, what percentage, and maybe this, like, what percentage of people are going to be able to see through that and realize that A, B is I behind that? I think the majority. That? But I think I they'll think do so it so true. subtly that maybe people maybe. won't notice. I don't it's know. It's one banner I, here I and one I, post I, here. I, also, I, like, I, I, I disagree. I think it'll be less, uh, the I minority. I, I also, I, I don't think that's why they did it. I don't think it's to... I, I don't think it's to pull strings like that. I think it's just for using. I think data. it's more for da- getting I, I people's data, data than anything. I think this is everything is you can plug everything into an, an algorithm and try to predict trends, and that's what I think it is more so, so than trying. All right, to, so I'm going to go back to because I asked you about the whole you know blueberry parfait IPA and, and whether or not that was they were just going to have the ten barrel Elysian Golden Road whatever yeah brew one first and distribute it nationally. If that's not the case. Then what is the end game of buying craft breweries, homebrew supplies, and beer rating? I think it's just websites get purchased because traffic. That's it. Yeah, it's what traffic. traffic. That's it. There's a lot but of traffic, people that come traffic through and can see their data. stuff. Like yeah. I mean, yeah. th- look, there's there's enough information out there, even with an email address, where you can find out. Things like gender and age, like even if it's abroad, you know what I no, mean. And sure. that's that's I think that's valuable data. Like I I, I think and, it's and yeah, that, that, I'm sure they can get that from buying Northern Brewer also, and they can get trends and see what kind of hops people are buying and that kind of stuff. Yes. But okay, uh, they they learn trends, they learn hops and all that kind of shit. Do you think it's ever going to influence their output? Well, here I'll, I'll tell you this. So if they figure out that. Um, the ages from 21 to 27 are drinking IPAs or checking in IPAs or rating IPAs the most, you can go, and the biggest advertising tool right now is Facebook, and you can go on Facebook ads and you can directly take your ads and put them right in their, yep. on their page. Now, sure. Goose IPA and Elysian IPA and Tim Barrel IPA is full front on your Facebook post yeah. or whatever. Okay. So I, I don't mean this sure. in a sarcastic or smart-ass way at all. So do you think they're doing it for Facebook advertising? Any well, I advertising. Think, I, think any I think that's advertising. a giant, any uh, advertising. Uh, that's okay. a giant vehicle for data it. Data is valid. Okay. Data, I think data is worth its weight in gold. Anytime sure. you know okay. about, a, like, anytime, I think anytime you can specifically target a group of people, which is hard, which, it's impossible, right? I mean, today's media, like, mm-hmm. commercials. You used to put a commercial out on MASH, right? And 20,000 people saw that they should buy secret deodorant. Don't know why I went with that. I regret <laughs> it immediately. But that's what I picked, and that's what we're locked into. But Strong now, enough for a man. Age balance for a woman. <laughs> but now, right, I mean, it's harder to cut through the noise because... N- because nobody watches commercials anymore. And so nobody that's watches television. Yeah, for a variety of reasons. So if if if... I can target my audience. If I can go on Facebook and say, hey, I know that 27 to 32-year-old males are drinking blueberry parfait, I can bring that up in their Facebook feed and it might influence. But, you know, for a company as large as them, but 1%, half a percent, that's, you know, that's a win. Have, but that's but a huge again, win. have you uh, run that a, a Facebook mean, ad? What's that? Have you run a Facebook ad? No. Okay. But again, though, that would mean that they would have to actually alter their output and start making a blueberry parfait IPA. No, they but don't. They have the capacity. One of their, one yeah, of their right? innumerable yeah. no, no, amount of craft breweries I, could turn one out no problem. No, that's what I said to begin with. I said yeah. Ten Barrel or Elysian or Golden Road right. would have to make one of those, sure. distribute it nationally. That right. So that's not that doesn't. So what's the problem? Take that then? long to get a beer out for the, those. Well, I, I've said this three times, and you guys all said no. That's not going to be the case. They're doing it for data mining. You're I, saying they can, but I think oh, you're no, missing the broader spectrum. Yeah, here. I mean they absolutely can do that. I, mean, what, I don't know if that's the the only data they get right now 
if you're looking for web traffic, is people that go to Anheuser-Busch affiliated websites. Mm -hmm. They have no idea what people that don't drink those products are doing. And this gives them an eye into what are people that don't necessarily drink our products look for? What are their age groups? Are they different than what we are seeing in our products already? Which brings me back to my original question. If the data that they are mining from all of these websites and whatnot lead them to believe that the popular trendy thing right now is a blueberry parfait IPA that one of their microbreweries will start making one and distribute it sure. nationally. Yeah, you, you've uh, said you that. Think, uh, we're yeah. not, nobody's oh, disagreeing. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I didn't know that you were. Yeah, I think, yes, absolutely. That could be an end game for that. But ultimately, the data is more valuable than getting that beer out there. But he's, I understand what he's saying. Like, I mean, the data is only, only valuable insofar as that it leads to direct sales. Like, it, right. Yeah, yes. No, I mean, I can see that. I don't, I don't know if that's the direct play. And I don't know if it's quite A to B to C like that. I, I don't, but I, I think trying to predict beer trends and trying to stay on. Look, answer me this. Do you think Anheuser-Busch got caught flat-footed by the beer, craft beer revolution? Yes, absolutely, 100%. Okay, right? So they're playing, because they, even they now, they're playing catch-up. they to do craft beer. You know, they had Bare Knuckle Stout. They came out with uh, American, American Ale? Was that American what it was called? American Ale, yeah. yeah. You know, I don't remember American Ale. It was, it was like good, a, an amber ale like that it. Budweiser put out. And it, okay. yeah, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't good, but it wasn't terrible. But also, okay, you're looking at a massive, massive multinational corporation that probably has money to just play with, right? I mean, oh, I don't... Oh, for sure. Yeah. What they, they spent they spend, like $2.1 billion on advertising last year. What did they spend on to buy rate beer? Or they're on... I haven't like, seen yeah, any they have, I don't, financials but on But even, like, even if it's... They haven't even released what they spend on Wicked Weed yet, no. much less rate beer. So What I'm saying is, if you've got money to play with, this is not a bad play. Like, if it's even if it's just data mining, like even if even if it's just blocking, even if he, like there's no amount of mo- I, I can't imagine a money you could spend where this would be a bad investment, like just sure. from ABI, sure, right? I mean, because it either gets you data or it blocks somebody from having that data, or it allows you to control information. Like there's just no bad play there, at least for a multinational conglomerate. Honestly, I kind of think that blocking other people from having that data I might be the best argument that I've heard. Well, one of the things, not to bring it back, but Waze was bought by Google because Apple was honing in on it, and Apple came in, and or Google came in and offered them almost twice the amount of money. And one of the things they said was, "We just don't want Apple to have this information." Like, it's yeah. I, I don't think that's a bad. No. I, I like I don't I don't know if it's good for craft beer, but I don't think it's a bad play strategically. I for don't a think we'll us four at this table will ever see any direct influence because of this. So, I, I'm sure it's way more in depth than any of us could ever come up with. I mean, right. it's not as simple as fa- Facebook ads or even making the blueberry parfait sure. IPA. Right. I'm sure there's way more shit behind it, and it's people that have they have teams of people there figuring out right. if this is a good idea for a hundred reasons. Right? Yeah, like Ivy say, League are, in, educated a, individuals yeah. that know way more about this kind of but shit than the multi, four of us douchebags. Yeah. So. If you're a multi-billion-dollar corporation, why not throw? Thirty million at a beer site that's pot. You know what yeah, I mean? It's pocket like change for that, right? right? Like, I mean, it's pocket change, and I don't know like that number. I completely. But I can't. If it's imagine. all for thirty million, I'd be absolutely. Blown I know. Away. I know. Yeah, like, but I know what your point. Right. Is, I mean, yeah. like, there's no amount of money that doesn't make it worth it. Like, information sure. is power, and you know, I, I think trying to buy craft breweries and homebrew like it's just you get a little bit of information from all of those different and you can call that together you know they have huge marketing departments that just Mm -hmm. churn out stuff and i I think that's what this is all about yeah all right that makes sense i mean we should talk about that i I don't think any of us will ever understand completely but you guys have brought up a lot of points that you know opened my eyes no and i think that's the point right i don't think 
I don't think, like you said, four guys sending a bar right now, bar right now can realize the implications of this because right. it's, it's, and because it, it's it's more like I mean there are entire departments dedicated towards this right sure. I mean hundreds sure. of people of way people smarter who, than any of us yeah yeah but I mean whose sole job it is to take this data or these positions and and try to cull them into a, a verifiable strategy like that's right. just right yeah uh, so yeah so we're drinking uh, the Schlafly variant uh, which is a uh, imperial stout aged in port and bourbon barrels. Uh, I think this beer is oh, it's amazing. fucking phenomenal. Actually, it's I incredible. It, actually, I had it for the first time at your uh, beer fest at Jamrocks. Yeah. yeah. And you, you Jake know what, pulled me, poured me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, Jake Flick is obviously, he's I mean, he's been a, 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 a great friend of ours for a long time, and he helps me out with so much shit. It was so nice of him to bring this beer. But you, the one thing that really pissed me off about this beer is the way that they talked about it online. And was it worth $30? Yes. The answer is yes. Yeah, it sure is. It absolutely is. You know is. what? If this what? beer was made in Vermont, nobody would question it. Right. <laughs> Hell, if it was made well. in Maplewood, nobody would question <laughs> it. <laughs> what did rape beer say? Well, <laughs> ask Anheuser. <laughs> I uh, won six months. Can, so, you, can uh, you tell me another Schlafly beer uh, that's as good as this one? I think this is my favorite, fra- favorite Schlafly beer I've this ever had. This is my flavorite too. I, 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 can, I can, maybe. And the only reason I say maybe is I'm not <laughs> sure which one I like better. Oh, okay. But the Ibex Coffee, which is yeah, the exact so same beer okay. without being put into the port barrels. I love just I that really, really little like extra this beer gets yeah. with that port and the cocoa nibs that go in there. I, I, I think this beer is amazing. I definitely think that either this one or the original version is the best beer Schlafly has ever put yeah. out. Schlafly's put out some great beers over the years. Yeah, absolutely. But... And the bottle's fucking cool. Yeah. The bottle is incredible. It's got yeah. this really awesome copper plate, you know, stamped onto the front of it. It's really neat. Yeah. We'll throw a picture it's, up online. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but if, yeah, you, if you can still find it, though, you should 100% pick it up. Yes. I still have a few to sell at Shamrocks. So we've got a couple here, but I oh, think we? I thought two we or out. three is all we've got left of them. Now, we, got, we ended up getting a second allocation of it so looks yeah. like we've got three. Oh, yeah. i forgot we got that second case yeah we got we got three bottles left here so if you guys want them do you have your draft still no no i i, I saved one one just for i only a, got a, one. a cool a cool k or a cool day yeah um you should give it to me to tap on big black beer bag <laughs> <laughs> i gave you four bur- bourbon counties can, can we <laughs> all right fair enough um, I'll give you my empty one. Okay. Uh, you want my they, box? No, I don't want your box. <laughs> I neither, do. Neither of them. <laughs> what about the box that the keg came in? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, you know what? I, I was worried about Schlafly just not jumping in on the craft beers. Like the, the different... The innovation. The, the innovation, the different seasonals. And fuck, did they, man. They've come out with some really, really great stuff. We, we have, have some new brewers in there that have some really cool ideas, I think. And uh, they, they've really stepped up like into that market where they're coming out with some innovative and creative and new ideas that not everyone's doing, uh, which is good for them because I think they were kind of falling behind a little bit uh, on that front. But they've, uh, I think, they've I, come I right would, back up. I'd agree with that statement, and I think they said, "No, fuck you guys. Look at this. Look what we can do. We're not just pale ale anymore, right?" Yeah. yeah. But I, yeah. I really think the people that are saying it's not worth thirty dollars, I think they're in that old Schlafly mind frame that it's like, oh, they're not going to do anything cool. Fuck, I look at over the winter, all the stout variants they had were awesome. Uh, Schlafly's, yeah. uh, they're, the double bean, incredible. Yep. Yeah. You know, as far as that white stout trend that was really hot last year, I think double bean was amazing. They crushed that. Um, 
you know, they've got a ton of new IPAs coming out. They've got, you know, and they still have those flagships. So you can still yeah. get a great pale ale or a great wheat beer, uh, you know, or even just their year-round IPA. Um, what's the, is it just AIPA or? Uh, Expo is now year-round. A- oh, Expo. AIPA disappeared for a while. Uh, but I believe they're bringing it back. Okay. So I mean, they have a great selection of styles now that I think they were kind of missing before. You know, you would go to a bar and all only thing you would see from them was pale, right? Like most places had pale on. Ninety percent of yeah. the places. Maybe yeah. you could get like a raspberry wheat in the summer or something like yeah. that. But they revamped that too. Yeah, I have that on draft right now. Now like, it is really great. You go to a bar really? with Schlafly, and it. Uh, it could be yeah. anything. It's awesome. I used to not care for yeah. it. Yeah, it's, I didn't either. Yeah. But yeah. now it's like it pours like a. Um, like a deep red. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's, or I guess purplish. I don't. You wouldn't be able to figure it out, Justin. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's it's really. We have the we did um, beer school with them last week, and we did apricot APA, I, I, apricot IPA, uh, peach saison, watermelon lager, and raspberry hef. And the uh, ITAP VIP area at um, Heritage this weekend, I had the red currant and cherry cider. Mm-hmm. I'm not a cider guy. That was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it wasn't too sweet. It was a little dry. It had some bubbliness to it still. Like I thought it was really good. It it was good. I'm I am not a cider guy either. I didn't. I couldn't drink a full pint of it and enjoy it. But I could totally understand where people would. Whereas yeah. I drink a lot of the other ciders out right now. I'm like, God, how does anybody drink this shit? <laughs> this one I could totally understand. I would order a second one. I have the sour cherry cider. I have not tapped yet at Shamrock. So I'm interested in try that. Uh, <laughs> well, we're talking about the sour cherry cider. Uh, Jake mentioned we were talking about that. Their ciders have been pretty good. And he said a lot of people are expecting that to be sour, and it's not. It's just tart cherries, and so you don't get that really strong sour note. And I think a lot of people are missing what the beer is actually. But it's supposed called sour to be. cherry. Uh, no, I think it's called tart. It's cherry. called tart cherry. Okay, mine's yeah. called sour cherry. Oh, maybe. I don't, yeah, okay. it, oh. It, but so whatever. <laughs> what about the beer? <laughs> I think because there's a pretty easy way. He felt like people, uh, people think. weren't getting the idea of what it was supposed to be exactly. Um, so if you're out there and you go and drink that, it's not a sour beer. It's a cider with sour cherries. So not not to change the subject off of Schlafly, but I'm gonna. Um, the only cider I have found that I can actually drink just recently came out from Crown Valley. It's the uh, Pink Lemonade. Uh, pink the, Lemonade is fantastic. The Pink Lemonade cider is really really good. Oh really? Oh, yeah. Sounds have you good. not had it? No, oh, that sounds man. really great. <laughs> it's. <laughs> It barely tastes like cider. It tastes more like lemonade, and it's just it's refreshing and crisp and just it's really good. I I carry the pink lemonade, the blackberry, and the raspberry ciders here. I I cannot choke down a bottle of the blackberry <laughs> or strawberry. I said raspberry. It's strawberry. They're just way too sweet for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people love them. Lynn, Justin's wife, adores them. They're too sweet for me. The pink lemonade is fucking great. Yeah. If you get a chance, oh, uh, so I'm out of it right now, or I'd go grab a bottle and let you try it. Nice. But uh, it is really, really good. So while we're wrapping up, uh, we didn't make quite make it to all the beers. Well, I guess we'll probably do them. Well, we're going yeah, to. We're, we're, gonna, we're yeah, just not going to do it yeah. while we're recording a, <laughs> um, but, recording a radio uh, podcast. I, I, Barrel-aged box of chocolates we just opened from Charlottesville, and I guess it's a cool time to do that because we can kind of hype up uh, Tate a little bit, a good friend of ours that... Uh, just opened his brewery uh, downtown. Uh, They're on right. Jefferson, right next to, right across the street from PW's Pizza, 
Um, Moulin Rouge. Yeah, yeah. 21st uh, Brewers Bar. <laughs> yeah. um, that building, 21st Amendment. It's no longer. Yeah, that bar that ha- or that building that has like 19 yeah. bars and restaurants. Been to set. Yeah. yeah, he's right next to that. Um, I heard they had a really great uh, turnout for their opening week, and uh, people are seeming to really love their beer down there. They've got 14 taps. 13 of them are beers that they make, and then they've got one root beer tap. Yep. Nice. Um, I've, I have heard nothing but good about it. <laughs> awesome. They have, That's awesome. uh, somebody told me they had a bunch of their vintage barley wines on down there, which I was like, fuck, I need to go try I this. almost brought one of those, They're too. They're so with this. good. I have honestly, I've never had one of their barley wines, and everybody's told uh, they're, me that they're is the best beer that they make. Yeah. I, I've never had one. Tate's uh, doing good things, man. Yeah. What are, you can't Tate's find awesome, a fucking man. nicer guy. Yeah. So good for him. Congratulations, Dan. This is good. Yeah, this is an amazing beer. I like it. it it's super bourbony. Uh, on one hand, I kind of want to like I let it sit for a year, but on the yeah. other hand, I love the bourbon flavor in it so much. I don't want to. Oh God, it's good. Marshmallow. I get. I get. Yeah, a ton of marshmallow. Uh, yeah, like just a yeah. mouthful of marshmallows. Boozy marshmallows. It tastes like those. Bourbon County marshmallows at Good Boy Mix. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's yeah. what it tastes like to me. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we're going to drink the rest of these beers, but we're not going <laughs> to let you guys know about it because uh, we're better than you. We're at like an hour and a half <laughs> worth of time, and we think that you guys probably don't want to listen to us bullshit for this long, but we're not sure. We're at so I'll tell you what. We're at the we're at the hundred pitch mark. We want to know if you guys are Dusty Baker or Tony Larusa. <laughs> All right, that's the best metaphor you've ever had in anything ever. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um, if you guys think that this show went on well and you would like for us to go longer, if we've got good flow, get on Facebook or send us a tweet and let us know. Uh, we try to to try and condense this a little bit and not make you guys listen to us for that long. If you like a longer show, let us know. If you like a shorter show, let us know. We just want to know. Give us some feedback. Any feedback. You know, we'll take any feedback. Tell us we you, suck. Yeah. It doesn't yeah, matter. That's all right. Justin, Justin can't get hard without someone telling him. I love him. I mean, just on berating me. him. Yeah. Just, I mean, <laughs> seriously. Like, <laughs> and, you know, it's just like Dusty Baker. He's going to ruin wood if he doesn't have that. So. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. Yes, sir. Any yeah. baseball fan just left. If you guys are not baseball fans, you have no no idea what that joke no, no That's idea. a prior situation we want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best pun he's ever had. <laughs> All right, everybody. So, so get on Facebook and let us know what you think. If you, if you want us to go a little longer, we will. If you want us to go a little shorter, we will. If you want us to just shut the fuck up and do the show, we'll do that, too. So. And tell us if you got anything you want us to talk about, too. You got beers you want us to talk about or any ideas for our next draft. Up or, yeah, you got yeah. draft ideas that you want to hear yeah. us talk about. I think that, that I, th- I thought that was really that fun. Was a fun segment. If we made it a once a week or once every other week segment, I'd be all right with yeah. it. Segment. Yeah. 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 So. All right, all right buddy. Well, thanks for listening to the Brews Room. We will see you next week. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the Brews Room, brought to you by St. Brewis Radio. We hope you enjoyed this week's show, but who are we kidding? Of course you did. This show's awesome. We'll be back next week. If you want to meet any of us live, you can come up to Exit 6 at 5055 Highway N in Cottleville. Shamrocks at 4177 Veterans Memorial in St. Peter's or check out one of Mark's trivia shows. The schedule can be found at questionablepursuits.com. Follow us on Twitter at The Bruise Room or on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Bruise Room. 
You can always download any of our podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, or any of your other favorite podcast apps, or stream us at stbrewis.com slash thebrewsroom. We'll talk to you guys next week. Until then, keep drinking them beers.